are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today we unfortunately have to talk about the 5-1 loss to Vancouver. But we are not going to give you a play-by-play replay or anything like that. We're going to break down the bigger picture and really talk about some changes that need to be made. But first, don't forget to subscribe and follow this podcast on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode of Locked on Flames. We are here for you Monday through Friday, your team every day. Okay, so last night I decided that (laughs) I was not going to do any live coverage of the game because it was, again, another 10 o'clock start on my time, and I personally could not stay awake. I was exhausted. I had a crisis at work where the ceiling fell (laughs) and it was just a very long day. And I decided, you know what? We're just, we're not doing this today. We will talk about the show or the game on Lockdown Flames and go from there. (laughs) But oh my goodness gracious, you guys, I don't, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't. But I guess that I picked a good night to take off because Brett Ritchie made his Calgary Flames debut. And if you watched Brett Ritchie, you probably understand why I don't like him or why I don't think he's necessarily a good fit for this team or any NHL team for that matter. But... When he was with Boston, he was uh, either scratched or sent down to Providence on, um, you know, waivers and things like that. And, you know, he just wasn't making a difference with the team. And he had not played an AHL game in over a year. He has not played in the NHL in over a year. So to see a guy go <laughs> from PTO to the taxi squad to the Flames or the AHL, and then the Flames, makes no sense to me because there are plenty of younger, more effective players in the organization. Uh, Glenn Godwin um, really comes to mind there, and the fact that they are not playing him or even really considering him makes me concerned, and I would truly hate to be a young guy in this organization right now. Before I continue on this rant, (laughs) let's talk about uh, the game a little bit more. But, again, I don't really know where to start. I feel like Sam Bennett being on the fourth line was just such a slap in the face. I think that that is so disrespectful, and I don't know what kind of beef Jeff Ward and Sam Bennett have, if they have any, but, like, I don't understand how you can do that. Your fourth line is atrocious because you let it be, There are other solutions and other variables that you could use to make that fourth line more effective. And Sam Bennett is not one of them. Sam Bennett should not be in your bottom six. Middle six, sure, but your bottom six, absolutely not. It was um, Manji Pani who scored the lone goal for the Flames. I'm very proud of him. (laughs) I think that everybody 
can be and should be. I think that his speed is lethal. I love watching him. I just think his puck management is great. His shooting is great. His snipes are wonderful. But I'm really looking forward to him growing with the Flames and growing into an NHL all-star. He's wonderful. And, you know, he talked about his confidence at the beginning of the season. And I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. I think watching him succeed on this team specifically is great, you know, because he's still shining, even though there are a lot of down moments. I haven't mentioned Jacob Markstrom at all, the segment, because he deserves his own segment, and I will absolutely be talking about him in segment two, so stick around for that, because I'm just, oh my goodness, you guys, when I, so I went to bed early, like I said, and when I woke up at like 1.30, I checked my phone, because I was like, oh, the Flames game's definitely over, and when I saw that it was 5 to 1, I locked my phone put my phone under the pillow and said, that's enough. You know, we're, we're <laughs> started like outlining the show <laughs> half asleep, but coming up next, we are going to talk about Jacob Markstrom. And of course we are going to talk about bet online. AG bet online. AG is where you can go to place your bets on any sport. They have your basketball, your baseball, your football, hockey, you name it, they got it. Entertainment, video games, anything. And, you know, football's over. And I know a lot of people like to bet on football, but basketball is here. Basketball, college basketball, you, pff, why not go all out? So if you head on over to Bet Online AG, you can use promo code LOCKED ON for 50% welcome bonus. For 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, that is. Promo code locked on for 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Jacob Markstrom. My goodness. How how blessed are we to have him? He is the MVP of this team. There is no doubting that. I just I love him. And I know that obviously, like, you're not gonna get a guy like Jacob Markstrom on this podcast or any podcast probably but I would love to have a chat with him someday and one of the things that really baffled me yesterday was that Markstrom was starting things were already on a pretty disappointing path um, in this I, series four game stint I guess but I just, things were already not going in the right direction. Let him rest. He deserved a night off. And Riddick really hasn't seen the ice much at all. He needs to get reacclimated with the team, what's in front of him, and how he can adjust to the team in front of him, how he needs to, you know, adjust his gameplay and things like that. Like, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to throw him out there every once in a while and say, okay, you know, this is the team that's in front of you, especially, you know, after a four-game stint against um, Vancouver. I just or three games at that before last night, but it just it didn't make sense to me why you wouldn't give Markstrom the night off. But I guess mismanagement was kind of the theme of last night, and 
guys, I just, I can't wrap my head around this. Why on earth was Sam Bennett on the fourth line? <laughs> Uh, somebody tweeted that if Ward gets fired, Tree Living needs to go with him. After all, it was Brad Tree Living who interviewed Ward, and he was the only person he interviewed for that position. It feels like forever ago where I was talking about how confident I was that this team was turning over a new leaf and things were kind of finally trending in a positive direction. I think that it's you know, there was a glimmer of false hope there. And did the Flames kind of miss their mark with trading players? You know, could they have gotten something for, you know, trading Sean Monahan or trading Johnny Gaudreau, trading Dylan Dubé? Like, could they have done something different? Could they have used this offseason to not only acquire players, but, you know, deal some out because I just I don't understand why or how you expect to win when you're signing, you know, depth players to league minimum deals. That's not how this works. You know, depth is great and all, but when you have young players in the system who are ready to come up and make that next step, it's time to trust them and allow them to do their thing rather than just shop around for free agents. But again, I don't get paid enough to make these decisions. Do you think that the Flames just have to continue tanking? You know, do they just say, you know what, thrown in the towel? You know, at this point, like, it's not looking like we're making the playoffs. What are the next steps? Like, do you fire Jeff Ward for his mismanagement? Like, what do you do? I... I don't know. I Do you make moves at the trade deadline, sign a rental? Do you trade a big name? Do you have some sort of blockbuster trade? I don't necessarily know what to expect because I feel like we tell or express our opinions and everything. Obviously, I'm sure that they're not running to Twitter to look for our advice, but you know, fans express their concerns and what they want. And, you know... W- some of these people have validity and it's just very disheartening to see you know Jeff Ward mismanaged the team so badly that Brett Ritchie is playing with Johnny Gaudreau and Sean Monaghan for eight minutes that is completely unacceptable when I saw that stat I thought it was a joke I cannot fathom a world where any other head coach does that I don't care who you are, what you're thinking, what you think that might do. Brett Ritchie is not, should not be playing eight minutes with Sean Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau over Sam Bennett. I think that it is absolutely pathetic. I don't, I just, I don't know what they were thinking and I don't understand how you can rationalize that and say, oh, Brett Ritchie, there you go. Bump, bump, bump. Like, it just is so frustrating to me, and I I do hope that people are starting to hold uh, Jeff Ward accountable because it is just unacceptable. I don't I don't understand it. It's very oh my goodness. But coming up next, we're just going to do some news and notes around the league. Take it easy today because last night I'm sure was hard on many of you. But uh, a word from our friends at Rock Auto. 
rockauto.com is the only place you should be going to get your vehicle needs. They have everything you need. The website is super easy to navigate and they're a family owned business with the lowest prices and for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers because if you go to places, uh, you know, typical shops, they are going to have the do-it-yourselfer rate and the professional mechanic rate and rockauto.com doesn't fluctuate their prices to fit the needs of the market for, uh, you know, kind of like the airline business or anything like that, but head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Last night was a historic night for Connor McDavid. Oh my goodness, I can't even talk. Connor McDavid reached 500 points. He is one of the fastest players to, or one of the players to reach it the fastest. I believe he's the eighth player to do it the fastest, but he is incredible. We're witnessing history and I still think we need to free him from Edmonton and I don't know where he goes, but Edmonton just isn't the answer for him. It will be so devastating if we never see him win a cup. And if he wins a cup with Edmonton, it would be very disappointing for Calgary Flames fans. But anyways, Sidney Crosby, another legend. My goodness. There was an article from Bleacher Report saying that <laughs> the Bruins should consider trading Anders Bjork, Jurho Vakaninen, um... Jacob Zaborl and a draft pick for Sidney Crosby. <laughs> you guys, I thought that this was a joke. Like somebody actually wrote that. Somebody said that that was a good idea, a good package for Sidney Crosby. Like I get that Sidney Crosby is older and is getting older, but <laughs> no. No one in their right mind is going to listen to that trade, listen to that offer. I just, I thought it was hysterical and everybody was kind of like, this has to be a joke. Like (laughs) this person can't be serious, but it appears that they were. Uh, The Leafs have bounced back after their embarrassing 5-1 lead being blown against the Ottawa Senators and Austin Matthews kind of a good hockey player. I don't really like talking about him because I think he is kind of problematic in his own ways, but you know, we do have to recognize talent on this podcast. So good job, Austin Matthews. Calgary. All right. Well, you know, they start a tilt with um the Oilers. How ironic. We're starting the segment with the Oilers and ending the segment with the Oilers, but they are playing tomorrow and then Saturday. So back-to-back, they have a game on Monday as well. So that's three games in four days. Yeah, and I just I don't think that this condensed schedule is doing them any good. I don't really like it. I hate it, in fact, and I'm sure that the players hate it too. But, you know, you just kind of got to deal with it and... Just ride the waves, baby. Coming up next week, or the rest of this week, I have your winners and losers tomorrow because it is Friday and kind of, you know, 
as we do get closer and closer to that trade deadline, got to see what else is happening and some potential, you know, departures, arrivals. What can we think about? What can we, you know, play around with? But thank you so much for tuning in today and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Make sure you subscribe and follow this podcast. It's free, always free, always will be free on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode of Locked on Flames. All right, you guys, that's all from me today. I hope you have a fantastic day and don't let the flames losing in such a sad, sad fashion keep you down today. It's a beautiful day, wonderful day. Just keep on trucking. See y'all tomorrow.